Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Hey. Oh, that's Alison. <laughs> we have a special guest. Welcome to our interview series where we chat to people from all walks of life about beauty, lifestyle, snacks, and everything in between. This is our opportunity to chat with people who can bring a different perspective to the conversations that we usually have on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And also to introduce you to some of the very near and dear friends that we have. Mm. And on that note, Lisa, I'm going to let you segue into an introduction into who the heck Alison is and why the heck she's sitting next to us. Okay, perfect. Alison Willoughby is an artist and designer. She's known for her colourful and abstract pieces. Alison is one of those annoying people, as my mum would say, she just has an eye for colour. She's worked as a graphic designer for iconic Melbourne brands like Dangerfield, Gorman and Fenton and Fenton, as well as producing her own fabulous stationery and art. Come to think of it, Alison is one of the most Melbourne people I know. <laughs> like the epitome of all things Melbourne. We were just discussing like Melbourne music scene. Like she lives in Brunswick. She's just so Melbourne. <laughs> anyway, my favourite thing about Alison is that she's one of those people that you think are shy and quiet and bashful when you don't know them. And then you get to meet her and she's savage and hilarious. And then she'll laugh at your jokes so hard that her face turns into a tomato. <laughs> and I love her dearly. So thank you for being here, Alison. I understand that this is your introverted nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. That was very nice nice introduction Lisa's so nice at introducing people it's yeah. like a little talent that you have <laughs> and it makes people feel really special I feel like because you're not a very warm <laughs> <laughs> what that's the first time I've ever heard that <laughs> and so it's kind of like it's like it an makes, obituary before it, you're dead <laughs> it brings a little tear to my eye because sure. I'm like listen to this warmth coming from her I know that's gonna be like at your wedding when you do your vows oh my goodness like did I already tell you I, so after I did this I was in the mood for like writing so I went to my vow notes and I literally wrote three words sobbed for 20 minutes and had to close it oh my god <laughs> such an emotive writer she makes herself cry <laughs> <laughs> my words were too beautiful Anyway, let's get into this app. So, Alison, to set the scene for our listeners, on a scale of beauty novice to beauty expert, where would you say that you sit? Definitely on the novice end, for sure. It's actually kind of funny to be on this podcast, I guess, because <laughs> I guess I'm into like beauty a little bit, but definitely not as much as some people. Mm-hmm. And every time I would buy something, I pretty much always run it by Lisa anyway. <laughs> so when I get into my products and stuff, it's probably stuff that you guys you know, already talk about all the time and things like that. But yeah, definitely kind of got into skincare a little bit. My younger sister was definitely on that train a lot before me. So she kind of introduced me to a lot of that stuff. And like, I guess when you see your younger sibling doing something that you haven't tried and you're like, what's that? Like, why, why she got all this cool shit that I don't know. So yeah, she showed me a lot of stuff. Like I have had pretty good skin. So my sister struggled a little bit with that stuff. So she was quite Mm. knowledgeable. Mm. So, and then obviously like all the packaging and stuff like that. I'm into the design side of that. Would Um, you say that even though you don't feel that you're very knowledgeable, I suppose, in the beauty space, would you say that you have a natural knack for it? Maybe Lisa can speak more to that. But being an artist, do you feel like it comes a little bit more naturally to you? No. Okay, Short great. answer, no. No, that's good. Um, I guess, like, it's kind of cool to see that 
color seems to be used a lot more these days Mm. in terms of makeup Mm. and I guess it's been taken a lot more seriously as like a creative outlet in probably the last like 15 years like probably Lisa since you started doing makeup seriously like I feel like before that I don't really remember it being such a thing Mm. yeah Um, it was just beige and brown forever yeah Yeah. so I guess like the color side of stuff although I'm not really like a risk taker when it comes to that stuff but I have been experimenting a little bit I think it's funny because you have such an eye for color if you were to be creative with your makeup you could do the most like I can see you having like a neon yellow eyeshadow with like a really fun lip that shouldn't go together but they would Mm. but also you're like literally textbook glossier person so it's like Alison with her Mm. little bit of bare minerals on and then like a slick of mascara and brow gel so you're very simplistic with that but also you do wear a lot of pattern and color in your clothes yeah totally and I feel like that's probably where I struggle it's like I want to wear something bright or something patterned Mm. so that's kind of like the focus I guess yeah 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 and then it would be like competing and then I don't know how to do it good and stuff so yeah yeah thank you that's good insight Also, Alison was the, remember when we did the rock trial and I was like, this is perfect for, you know, the friend that has the products that they hide at the back, the ultraviolet sunscreen that they hide at the back because it doesn't go with the rest of their pink go-to shelfie. Ah. That's literally Alison. That was a description of her shelf. So it's like, oh, I'll buy the things that go with my bathroom and then I'll hide the things that actually treat my skin behind them. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny because I guess it's like a really flippant thing to care about the packaging, but not at all. There's definitely like if so much care and thought and marketing has gone into a product mm-hmm. to make it aesthetically pleasing or to make you want to buy it, you kind of know that the product's going to be good too. I just feel like if there's that much investment in things like that, usually those things go hand in hand. Agree. And I feel like it's just a trust thing. Like if something's well designed, you're going to trust it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm than if it's not because it just feels like it's more considered i agree and i think that beauty is about what you enjoy like Mm, everyone partakes in beauty for different reasons and if you're partaking in it because you think that the packaging is aesthetic and nice and you want it to decorate parts of your house with i'm here for it yeah i totally get that Mm. and i think sometimes the packaging makes you like a product even if you don't like how badly did we want to like the glossier hand cream even though it smelled like bratz dolls and like didn't do a very good job but like the packaging i was like i'm still gonna put it in my handbag and i think that like i a lot of the beauty purchases i make are often gifts as well Mm. so like if i'm going into mecca or something like that I'm going to be drawn to things that I feel like work really well as like a little gift set or something like that. And in those moments, like it makes sense to like get something that looks cute. How fun is that? I remember my first probably ever days going into a Mecca store in Melbourne Central. We used to go in for the beauty to go to find Mm -hmm. the cute things that looked good together that we could make like little gifts for our friends with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know what any of the products did back then, but they all looked cute. Yeah. (laughs) On that, what would you say that is the category of beauty that gets you most excited? Um, Probably skincare, just because I don't know about the word excited, but it's more (laughs) like I enjoy that more, I guess. Mm. Just because I guess my makeup, I have the same routine that I do all the time. And I guess I do with skincare too, but it's more of like a relaxing routine. And I'm such a routine person. Mm. Like I have orders of doing things and it just feels good to like tick it all off. Cause I'm just like an achievement junkie. Like that's ah. almost a negative thing about me. As like, I am so obsessed with achieving things, which. Okay. Alison, this isn't a job interview. I just work too yeah. hard. No, but that's <laughs> why it good. feels like it feels good. When yes. Yeah. Skincare. yeah. 
and some sometimes makeup is just a bit of a chore i guess yeah it feels like it. yeah yeah speaking of rituals can you run us through your perfect beauty routine so it might be hair makeup skincare whatever makes you feel like yes i'm feeling great today so for skincare this is kind of like a morning post-workout mm-hmm. oh. mm-hmm. so there's only one thing different after a workout, but anyway. <laughs> Still important um, context. Namaste. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lisa, you'll know all these After products, her so- morning mindfulness and journaling. Yes. <laughs> Achievement junkie. Yeah. First is go-to fancy face cleanser. Yeah. Nice. Definitely fancy face, not properly clean because I hate the drippy arms, which I feel like you've talked about before. Oh, you do it dry, not in the shower. Yeah. Good to yeah. know. Uh-huh. Not in the shower. Uh-huh. I hate the drippy arms. Yeah. Then... If I'm like got red, because I have a lot of redness in my skin, like you said with my intro, <laughs> my tomato fade. Um, That's because you're laughing, not a constant yeah. tomato. Yeah, um, I, I use the Glossier Moisturizing Moon Mask. Oh, and that's it's like really cooling, and I put that on for like 20 minutes. Oh my goodness, this is nice. You use a mask? What? Not a only, couple of times a week? Yeah, only if I'm like really need it. Yeah. Is this like a working from home day as well? Or would you do like would you mini mask? No, I would never mask before okay. office work. No, okay, no. I wonder if that has a lot of niacinamide in it. The mask, I imagine it does. It's like really thick. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, then I wash that off. Then I use Go To Face Hero. Mm-hmm. Then Glossier Priming Moisturizer, the mm-hmm. rich one, mm-hmm. like the little tub. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll use that, or sometimes I'll just use ultraviolet sunscreen. Sunscreen. Yeah. She has to pull that from I've the back re- of the cupboard. Yeah. Ultraviolet Supreme Screen. Yep. Yeah. 50 plus. Yeah. Hydrating one. Alison's also one of the whitest people you've ever met. I'm really pale and I have really dry skin, so that one's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like my normal routine, except the mask wouldn't mm. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day. So it's kind of like two brands. I was going to say, actually, the entire routine is millennial pink, um, is. except for the ultraviolet. No. Yeah. And so basically, yeah. ultraviolet really need to release a pink. Yes. Oh, you might like their new skin tint that they're bringing out oh, that really? has a pink lid. There you go. It's a bit neon. It might, it might clash, clash a little it. bit. Yeah. Disaster. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, and then makeup. Mm. Um, this is like always the exact same. So... I don't really need a primer if I use that Glossier moisturizer. Yep. But I do use the Stiller One Step Correct. Yes. In my like red areas. Yeah. Yep. Literal lifesaver. Do that, you ever wear that alone? Not really, because I feel like it has like a bit of a weird consistency. Yeah. Yeah. I find that product so cool because it's got like the the three colors mm-hmm. and using like Photoshop and stuff as a designer, you color balance things yeah. using red, green, and blue. Yeah. yeah. And it's just funny to see that in like a physical form. Yeah. First time I bought that, I was yeah. like, oh, this makes so much sense because that's how you balance colors yeah. on the computer. I literally think I sold that's you that on the floor. That's such a nerdy thing, but yeah, you makeup. definitely yeah. sold me that. Yeah. Life imitating art right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I use NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer. Combined with NARS Sheer Glow, mm-hmm. which I've been using that for so long since you would have recommended yep. me. I just really like that. And that's pretty much it for the base. And then Hourglass Bronzer. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if there's different kinds. Ambient lighting is what yep. I use. Yep. I use the ambient lighting powder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like the only powder I use. Yep. Everything else is like... Creamy. Creamy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I just have like... 
as you would say, drugstore eyebrow pencil. Mm-hmm. I don't, I have really fair eyebrows and I'm like terrified to make them extreme. Yeah. So I'm just like really conservative when it comes to that. <laughs> You've come a long way though. Yeah. You've got like Icelandic eyebrows. <laughs> And brown hair. And so I feel like you've yeah. really, in the last few years, now they're like an appropriate lightness for your hair color. Yeah. You've really stepped up. Yeah. I've like experimented with tinting and yes. stuff. Not myself, <laughs> but yeah, one day we'll get there. Um, then I've got Bare Minerals Lash Topia Mascara. Interesting. Which I think my sister Annika told me to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just lip balm. That's it. What lip balm's your fave? Oh, I'm so basic. Just like Nivea. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Although I do have like, I do like some of the, I think it's Hourglass Nude lipsticks as well. Yeah. They're like the matte finish. Yep. Mm. They're good, but yeah, that's probably it. My favorite thing about that routine is how like, if you were to like Google cool girl products, your entire routine would come up. Yeah. Like it's like. Well, it's a product of you helping me. So <laughs> It's just like the, the the products of her time, like ultraviolet sunscreen, like NARS, creamy concealer and sheer glow. It's just such a like mm. influencer influenced. I love it. All good yeah. stuff, but it's all yeah. the like holy grails of this era. Yeah. 100%. It's all of the things that if I hadn't been spending my, what feels like a lifetime in beauty and like being obsessed with buying and consuming beauty products that's probably still what my routine would be yes yeah yeah Yeah. i love hearing that (laughs) this is where things get juicy we're going to spill some tea (laughs) not really (laughs) what do you think is an overhyped beauty product or a product you'll never repurchase again and why okay so i went for the overhyped product Mm -hmm. and i may lose a few friends here (gasps) I really built this up. But anyway, I think <laughs> Diptyque candles are overrated and I don't get it. Okay. First of all, why? First of all, because I've never been like a candle girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. But. Well, then you would hate Diptyque because they're overpriced and yeah. what's the point? So that's part one. But I have, since I started working at Fenton, when you go to the showroom, it's it smells amazing mm-hmm. in there. And I think since I started working there, you can really appreciate it's like an extra sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to the experience. And since I got my own home as well, I've sort of wanted to try and do candles more. But I've just never been like a candle mm. girl, I guess. Yeah. Did your parents when you were a child like not let you burn things? Because that happened to me and then I had like an oppression of like, I can't burn a, ha- a candle because I'll burn the house down. Same. Probably, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really remember... That actually I've makes gone the other way. Sense. The moment I was allowed to have my, or I had my own place, yeah. I was like, fill it with fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because I, yeah. my dad was always like, you know, have a bottle of nail polish or something out. Oh, that smells. Light a candle, yes. light incense. That smells. Put it out. You set things alight. And it was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. My mom's pretty sensitive to smells while she's yes. like very particular. So maybe that's got something to do with it. It's a deep-rooted family issue. Yeah. Mm. Plus, I just, I know you love them, Lisa. Mm. And when I came here today, I've seen them everywhere. Mm. But... She's going to deeply offend I just Lisa. don't think – I just don't get the hype, I guess. Because, like, they're, they're fine. But, like, why are they so good? And what is that Christmas thing on the top? Oh. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> also, okay, so firstly, I get it, kind of. Some of them are, like, dirty burners. Not all of the scents are for me, but I just think that there's something. And do you know what? The pattern isn't even very aesthetic for my house. Like, the way the letters are, it's very, like, not suitable for my, like – 
modern industrial home yeah. but i think it's probably just like the mecca ingrained in me and like if you see a f- lovely flat layer like an into the gloss post like they've got yeah. a diptych candle yeah. lebron travels with tiny diptych candles and lights them in his Are hotel you rooms serious? That's yeah the but bay is his favorite anyway so like of there is a thing but Shame on you for not liking the lantern because that's very German Christmas. It's so because German. Or like you know the Dutch s- Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So Allison's German. I guess I just didn't, didn't understand what it was. Yes. Yeah. But you know how you get the like so mobiles. Brenton's mum has yeah mm. the full wooden mobiles that she buys from like the German spy shop and they're gorgeous. But you burn yeah. them with like a stick Good candle underneath. Yeah. It's like a super luxe version of that. So when I saw them, I was like, this is my. Heritage. My very small amount of German and Brenton's mum German that she's pushed on me yeah. meeting a diptych luxe lifestyle. So I was like, this is fucking everything to mm. me. To me, when I see the candle, it looks like an eye chart. Oh. Like you're at the doctor. The the way the letters are spelled. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like, I don't hate them. Yeah. When I was just thinking about like what's overhyped, I guess. Yes. They are very hyped. Yeah. So I can see. Yeah. I see your point. I've also been listening to Burn Candles, mm-hmm. you know, the cute candles yes. that we burnt during an episode a few yes. times ago. Anyway, she was saying that the diptych candles are a soy blend. They're not actually a soy candle. Yeah, they're which like right. petroleum. makes them extraordinarily expensive for mm-hmm. what the actual product is right. as well. They're yeah. not worthy of the price tag for yeah. the ingredients that are contained within. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Which is another reason for them to be overhyped. And I'm sitting here looking at the J... Is it J.S. Durga? D.S. 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 and Durga? No clue. Yeah. Very clean burner. Very clean burner. It's beautiful. Do you like that packaging? Yeah, I do. Mm. I like the amber vessel as well. Yeah. Mm. At work for Fenton, we've been developing our own candles. <gasps> so Spoiler. I've actually been to... Yeah, they're out now. Okay. But we've... <laughs> we've um, gone to like the scent the people that like make the scents and smelt them all that was such an overwhelming experience did you come out with hives no i didn't (laughs) i would come out with a headache yeah yeah but um i guess yeah i do have a new appreciation for them yeah we've done some like artist collaboration ones which are really cute that's fun yeah that's really do you know what i need in my life a candle that has Alison Willoughby artwork on it same how cute would that be let's manifest yeah putting that out manifesting uh, and what's a beauty trend that you wish would die? <laughs> can it be past or present? It can be whenever yeah. you want it to be. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So 
when I was just like thinking about like what we used to do yes. with makeup, probably like my first ever like splurge product. Oh when I say splurge, I mean it just wasn't purchased at the North Ringwood Chemist. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know where I even would have got this because I don't think Mecca existed. You would have got Eastland. it from DJ's Eastland, I reckon. Mm. Or DJ Doncaster. Yeah. Is it the Bobby Brown gel liner? Yes. yes. Of course it is. I think this is yeah. Jackie Alexander's it, regret too. Oh my God, really? Yeah. It was yeah. hers. So yeah, thick Bobby Brown liquid eyeliner. I remember it We've came with this little brush. Yes. yes. Little Which by brush. the way, it didn't come with the brush. That brush cost like $50. So all of our mums would have taken us for a bloody after school oh trip and left with $90 worth of liner and a brush. I don't know how I swung that, but yes, um, the little brush, I do remember that. And just like, I didn't know what I was doing. And this, I just remember it was quite so circular thick. or th- like <laughs> flicked, like just very extreme. But um, yeah, that that's something that I would never buy that again. Also, the fact that you were like almost definitely not wearing foundation or any eyebrows, but you were wearing a quarter of a pot yes. of Bobby Brown intense black gel liner, long yeah. wear gel liner. I can see yeah. it now. Yeah. yeah. We've all had, we've all we've had all that stage. There. Yeah. I just don't know if I regret mine. I still use that in my kit today. Yeah. But the in a different way. Good at the yeah. look, the applying, yeah. like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I think I was in the same, well, we obviously the same age and I was definitely yeah. in the same era where I had like, I'd, pitch black emo dyed my hair with a box dye yeah lovely. and I had no eyebrows none and yep. I didn't know what bronze was yet but I did know what Bobby Brown gel liner was <laughs> priorities I guess yep. it's like a status symbol like Longcom juicy tubes of the year seven to nine and then you hit 10 to 12 and it's like Bobby Brown gel liner and nothing else my sister called me the other day and we were reminiscing about things of the past and she was relaying to me what the Irish English teacher used to say to her where he was always like Ms. Ash, you got to tell your sister to stop wearing so much eyeliner. <laughs> and she's like, Eliza was such an introvert. And she said it always made her so embarrassed. She was like, Secondhand embarrassment that someone was pointing her out that she had a sister and that she was on this earth. And that, and that her sister wasn't obeying the rules and yes. she was wearing too much eyeliner and Eliza probably hated it. It was all That's horrible. so funny. I reckon my mum absolutely hated the fact that I wore it because I remember – when I was in like year seven, I was allowed to get a mascara as like my first Ooh. kind of makeup thing, mm. but not eyeliner. Like eyeliner was off the cards. So as soon as well, I would have flipped of, up. Our parents were very much of that time where they were like, yeah. it's provocative. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's risque. <laughs> Too sexy. That's risque. Yeah. <laughs> the best part as well was none of us would use eye primer or anything else. So we'd go out to rats, oh, spend yeah. seven hours moshing against each other, and then we'd come home. And not only would you have the liner on your lash line, it'd be printed up under your eye primer. And I have like a, what do you call that? A like hooded a, lid? A hooded lid. So I would have the other yeah, double. I had so bad. I'm the same. We're all hooded. <laughs> Jackie's was the best because Jackie's really quite hooded. So hers would just blend into like one. The whole so lid was thicker. black. Yeah. Probably looked good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And on a positive note, what is a beauty product that has changed your life? It can be Holy Grail or just something that's like stuck with you. Yeah, so this one's easy. It's my my perfume. Yeah, so yes. Which has stuck with me since I was like 16, which I probably got from my Eastland. <laughs> I reckon it came out in about 2006 or seven or yep. whatever. And you would have got it with a gift with purchase with a body lotion included or probably, something. Probably, yeah, yeah, one of those gift sets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Chanel Chance Eau Fresh. Mm-hmm specifically that one it's like the green one mm-hmm. yeah it's so 2000s like it just brings me back to that era but i just 
I don't know. I just really like the smell. And I think I'm also just lazy that I can't be bothered to find a new one. But it's, like, life-changing in the way that, like, I have actually, like, smashed at least three or four of those bottles over my life. You poor thing. Like, accidentally dropping it, like, yeah. off the sink or whatever. Mm. At my boyfriend's dad's house. And, like, oh. stunk up his whole the house. whole house. <laughs> so when I discovered they have those, like, little twist... What do they call it? Twist and spray. Like, I didn't even know you could get that. I just, like, don't know this stuff. Mm. So when I found that you could have a twist and spray version of it... Wait, what is, how is it different? It's like a travel version, basically. Yeah, so it's, like, in a little, met, like, metal oh. thing that you twist up so that there's no glass. Uh-huh. And you get refills for the thing. Oh. So that... <laughs> See, I don't know either. Yeah. So I guess that's just been life-changing because I don't break it. When time. Alison walked in tonight, I was like, you smell so good. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> I was just very interested in her scent. And so I yeah. just looked up the notes of the Eau Fraiche fragrance. Yeah. Are you re- have you seen this before, Lisa? No. Are you prepared to be surprised? Top notes, lemon, cedar, citron. Uh-huh. Middle notes, pink pepper, uh-huh. jasmine, and water hyacinth. Mm. Uh-huh. Base notes, patchouli, white musk, vetiver, uh-huh. teakwood, iris, and amber. So there you oh, go. that does sound like something we would like. Like a fresher version of something we would typically wear, I would say. Yep. Mm. Yeah, because I definitely don't like floral. I feel like it's not floral at no. all, which, yeah. It's like the only thing I know about perfume, mm. whether it's like floral or like... Floral or not floral. Smoky or something. Yeah. 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 We prefer a bit of a more zingy scent as well. Yes. Yeah. We love a fragrance one. Not yeah. People talk about fragrance as a... No, and you're such a constant. Yeah, yeah, you're such a signature scent person. Like, now you are tied to that, even if you do sway like you'll always have to have that in your repertoire because that does smell like you yeah Yeah. i'm such a brand loyal person too like to a Mm. fault on your wedding day will you wear it i guess i don't i'm don't really care about my wedding no great no i'm a wedding girl but maybe yeah Mm. i guess yeah but like once i like something Mm -hmm. i just that's it yeah yeah which is probably why my it's gonna make you the best mum ever if you ever plan to have children one day or yeah. like just person to have in your life because you're the one that people just go, oh, she needs restocks of this. Yes. And that is such a handy My yes. dad have. gives me like my perfume for Christmas. I love it. Stuff. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. And it's something nice you don't have to buy yourself. Yes. 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 Because it's it an essential expensive. and it's annoying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Perfect. Wrapping things up, this is the part where we do the things that we do every week where we want to know what your beauty fave, your non-beauty fave and your snack are. Mm-hmm. Very interested to know. What is your beauty fave this week? Okay, so I've recently learnt that you can use products for things that they're not designed for. What? <laughs> Which I didn't know. Like, I guess I'm just like, it says it's a blush, so it's a blush. But I've been into Mecca and I really wanted to get, like, a coral eye sh- shadow mm-hmm. that is a liquid. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really have anything specifically. I guess it was kind of like the Glossier one, the Skywash. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I got some really good help. And I got the NARS Liquid Blush in the color Torrid. Yeah. So it's like a bright, ready orange. Yeah. But if you don't put on heaps, it's like a pinky peach. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's something that I was like, Lisa hasn't actually even helped me with this one. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been using that, like, now that we can go out and do stuff, yeah. I've been wearing that. Are you putting that on your cheeks or on your no, eyes? on my eyes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Do you blend it, like, up towards the brow, like, just, like, so it's kind of like, oh, my lids are just naturally 
sun-kissed or how yeah, are you wearing it? I just use my finger to put yeah. it on Yeah, because yeah. I don't really know what else no. you do. Yeah. But the girl <laughs> in the shop showed me. So yeah. I was like, Good. sweet. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's quite bright, but it's still, it's like really creamy and like goes mm-hmm. with the rest of my stuff because yes. it just sort of meshes in. Yeah. Because it's translucent. So you've got pops of color, but in a way that's sheer and the skin shows through, which is just like yeah. literally so your aesthetic. Because in the actual like thing it's so strong yeah which is like off-putting but yes yeah so that's it but i do have an extra one i just wanted to add in we love beauty aficionado over here yeah it's sort of beauty sort of not i don't know if it's relevant but i got me and my partner denny these hay toothbrush holders have you seen them before i think i have so they're like little and they're like ceramic yes Yes. and they come in different block colors yes Yes. and then we got matching toothbrushes oh yeah so he's got like the forest green ones and i've got like a lilac one that is very cute what are you gonna do when you like go through the toothbrush you buy another one buy another one (laughs) are they hay toothbrushes yeah they're not expensive though yeah well they're more than like a coles yeah they're more than they're not a colgate 360 i'll tell you that they're not over 20 bucks, so... Then they don't have yeah. a tongue cleaner on the back, I'll tell you that much. No, Where do don't. you buy your hay from? Um, <laughs> from the farm down the road. <laughs> Usually when, like, because de- there's stuff on end. So yeah, de- when Denny buys clothes from there sometimes. I know there's a few stores around. Mm-hmm. There's a store that actually stocks some of my cards and stuff Pimp called it. Maker's Market. Yeah. Yes. And Where is that? Um, I follow them on Instagram. Mm. Yeah, it's run by an artist called Kelly Thompson. Yes. And she's just set up her own little shop that's about to open. And she's started to stock hay, which is really cool because there's not that many places that do that you can go see it in person and stuff. Um, So, yeah, she's selling it. Some of it, like the homewares and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kelly Thompson's the coolest person in the world, isn't she? Yeah, she does a lot. Like, she's an illustrator. She runs that store. She's, like, a bit of an influencer yeah. for, like, some cool brands and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's my other one. Thank you for that. That's very Lisa recommendation of you. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see why we're friends? Yes, you do. No, no, no. Next okay. one's non okay. What's your non-beauty fave? Okay, so for something I'm watching, just a big TV person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Survivor Season 41, oh, which we're all yes. watching. Thank so goodness. Like... Thank God we're missing it tonight. Sorry. But... Yeah. Um, we should have had a Survivor party. We should have. Yeah, so Fuck. after, oh, that would have been good. But then also we'd have to rewatch with all of our partners. No, True. I wouldn't. I'd make Adrian do it himself. <laughs> um, but for something that's different, um, this is like such a boomery recommendation. But give it a shot. It's a show called Mr. Between. Have you guys ever I think my mum watches it. It's such a boomer. Like, it seems like such a boomer thing. Yeah. Or maybe Brenton. What's, What's it, about? it about? So it's like a... Um, I'm surrounded by literally duplicates of myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black comedy, but like crime drama at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So it's kind of different in the fact that it's like quite funny. in Because like, I really like black comedy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like really good storyline as well. It's Australian, which usually I'm like, no, oh. like, I don't, I don't care. No, yeah. Australian black comedy doesn't seem to go together in my mind. No, but it's like really quite funny. Okay. Like it... how it's, a, it's very like Australian yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so it's like, it's like a combination of like the castle. I was going to say, is it like the, the castle? The castle meets like the Sopranos or Breaking Bad or something. Okay. Like a combination of them. Is which, it on ABC? It's on Binge because it's like. Okay. A, is it a Binge exclusive? Show. I think so. They made it for the US, for like FX or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can watch it on binge. 
they just came, the third season just came out and that was like the end of the show. So <gasps> they've stopped it. Okay. Oh. But it's very good. And like Felicity recommended to me, yeah. our friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and her partner also, he's not into Australian stuff yeah. that much, but he like loves it. My dad loves it. Okay. I love it. It's like crowd quite, pleaser. Yeah. It sounds like a sort of like Mayor of Easttown thing where it's like everyone you know is watching it and everyone would like it. That kind but of. But I feel like, like nobody's talking about it. Yeah. I like haven't heard anyone talk about it, but that's why I thought I would. Because no one pays for binge. Unless it's you have true, Foxtel. Which yeah. is a boomer thing. Yes. yes. I use my parents' binge account. Yes. yes. <laughs> yep, we all do. <laughs> Literally. Cool. Oh, we need a break no, intermission. Most importantly, what is your snack of the week? All right, my snack of the week is so funny and random, but it is a Maxibon, but the flavor is Rick and Morty Pickle Rick what? Mix. And I actually, ha- I'm one of those weird people that didn't grow up watching The Simpsons or anything like that. So I've never seen Rick and Morty. You haven't seen Rick and Morty? No, everyone has a reaction. I didn't know so many people watched it. I haven't watched Rick and Morty either, but I oh. did grow up watching The Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. Also. Well, that's, I know that's weird. Like Morty. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm so yeah. different. I didn't watch it. Like it's actually been like a bit of a burden in my life because I don't <laughs> you know get what any reference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, I didn't learn a bit of a stoner show. People know shit because of The Simpsons. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I already knew about that. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Did your mum not let you watch it because it was, like, crass and rude? I was that Oh, person. she wasn't, like, it's rude. She just said it was shit. Like, okay. Because yeah. like, it's trash. Yeah. And she was rude. just, like... Yeah. I just didn't care enough to mm. push it. Like, I'm sure if I pushed it. Yeah, but yeah. I just didn't really... Alison's mum's like yeah. this very like cool progressive German mum that's just like oh Alison don't watch it it's not funny and so Alison's <laughs> like okay mum yeah Alison's sense of humour is just too elevated for yeah. no but it's too dark okay, for sure wait I need to clarify is this pickle and mint flavoured no I think someone's no, name I think pickle. it's just this oh, name guy? he's a character yeah, yeah. there's no pickle in it okay, great. but it's just like chalk mint and ice cream sandwich which I love an ice cream sandwich and are you typically a mint chocolate yeah, person yeah which is very like I'm six years old, mm. but I love chocolate. It looks like a bit of a teenage boy snack. I'm not oh, going to lie. It looks like a Gamer Den snack. Speaking of design, this is the <laughs> ugliest packaging this I've ever seen. horrible. But it's all about, you know, the taste, the taste really. Yeah. Know? And, yeah, I just thought it would be funny. To, and you can only get these at the servo. So oh, isn't that such a pain? You can't get it at Coles. So I went past the Caltex oh, on my way you. here. Oh, you're good. Lisa, yeah. can you please open it and try it? Yeah. Let's... It is a little bit humiliating purchasing these. I won't lie. First impression. I'm going to have to cut out all of the crackles, but minty waft immediately from opening. Can I sniff? Artificial mint. The funny thing about mm. this recommendation is that where I live, I counted the other day, there's probably nine independent ice cream <laughs> stores. We've got it all over there. I live in Brunswick. It's actually insane. Like, a new one opens weekly. So the fact that this is my fave is funny. Okay. Well, it speaks volumes. Aesthetically, <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. It looks like if in a comical cartoon kind of way, an ice cream could grow mold and then get, like, rolled in tarmac. Yeah, or, like, it just want to... Choice Award and it's been covered in Nickelodeon slime. That's what you want in an ice cream, isn't it? Yeah. Also, interestingly, obviously because it's green, it's white chocolate rather than yeah, the milk chocolate, chocolate that's normally on a Maxi Bon, which... Is it? Yeah. It just yeah. tastes like green to me. Yeah. <laughs> green chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I know what it tastes like. Go on. Mint Tim Tams. Oh, I don't think I've had mint Tim Tams. Mm. I like that. Maxibons are huge, aren't they? They're Eliza so loves big. a Maxibon, but she's such a fucking dickhead. And she only eats 
the ice cream, or the biscuit side or the ice cream side, I can't remember. It'll be the biscuit side. Sure. And then she the puts, it, side. Mm-hmm, puts it, the other half back in the freezer because she's like, someone else will eat the other oh, half. Oh, no. Like, you? A, no. She's made it gluten-free for you almost. <laughs> True. She used to do it all the time at home. The biscuit side's way Such better. Such a gremlin. Like, I would prefer it if it was just the biscuit side. Yeah. And half the size. But Lisa sometimes you don't cause... know what you've got till it's gone. She doesn't like chewy biscuit, so this might be upsetting for your no. senses. No, you're right. It's with okay. It. Okay, whilst Lisa finishes her Maxibon, thank you for that snack of the week. No worries. This is your opportunity to plug things before we see you off into the night. What would you like to tell our listeners about you, Alison Willoughby? Well, I guess if you're interested to check out my artwork, if you like design, colour, things like that. Who doesn't? Find me on Instagram which I'm sure will be in the show notes. Yes, but yep. what's your handle for everyone who it's, wants to Google? Oh, cheers. At Willoughby. So I've got a new series of workout that I've launched with my... When you said new series of workout, I was like... Fitness. <laughs> Pump and iron. Oh, workout. No. <laughs> so I've got a new series of work that I've launched with my 2022 calendar. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I've got a bunch of original pieces that are inspired by months of the year. My favourites are January through, or December through February, the summer ones. The summery colours, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also have commissions open mm. at the moment. So if there's like something you've been wanting to get for a friend that's maybe hard to buy for or likes, you know, abstract art. Mm-hmm. Um, I do She's have... just inserting herself into our gift guide. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I have a bunch of like different price options and sizes and things like that. And I'm doing, like, vouchers for that as well for Christmas. That's so smart. So, like, if there's someone you want to gift it to but you don't yes, know what they, they really want, would want. Yeah. Yes. And you can just give them the voucher and I can work with them yes. to kind of that's fun. figure out what their aesthetic is, what their colours and things like that. But, yeah, that's about it. That is great. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alison. Thanks, Thanks so much for having me. It's been really fun. I finished the Maxibon mouthful. So good to have you here. Love having my friends on the pod. How fun is Alison? I just really wanted to have someone that was like an artist and knows about colour, but is also kind of like, what is beauty? And I'm so glad that we had that chat. I feel like it was fun. It was great. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.